Facebook. Yes, awesome. Hey guys, what's up? Mel Williams here, and I wanted to hop on live real quick. Let me see if I can put my phone down here. Maybe, maybe not. Okay, but um, I was trying to hop on live real quick because I wanted to go over with you guys the blog that I had made. See if I can do that real quick. Yay, that works. Perfect. Okay. So what's up, guys? Um, I wanted to talk to you guys about the blog post that I had made and the question of the week, which was, um, do women feel safe? Or have we normalized feeling unsafe, rather, in general, as well as in our relationships? Have women normalized feeling unsafe? And um, I wanted to talk about some of the responses that you guys gave and the feedback that you guys gave, which I appreciate. Thank you so much because I enjoy having these conversations. It was very insightful to hear some of the feedback that you guys had to share. And I do enjoy hearing different perspectives because it makes me you know, think outside the box and it helps me to grow and expand as well. And again, the conversations and discussions that we have is amazing. And I think that it's beneficial for so many other people to see and hear that. So some of the responses and feedback that I got from the ladies when it came to um, do women, have we normalized feeling unsafe in general and in relationships was twofold. And, um, at first a lot of people were saying, no, we haven't normalized, um, feeling unsafe. And at first I was a little bit confused myself, to be honest. I was like, well, how can, you know, they were saying that the reality is that, you know, women are unsafe, but we haven't normalized it. And that kind of threw me off at first because I was like, well, okay, if the reality is that, you know, we as women as a whole, we don't feel safe, just generally speaking, then how can you say that we haven't normalized feeling unsafe? And some of the ladies in this group, they were like, well, if that has always been the reality, then you can't say that you normalize something when you've never experienced anything different. It's always been that way. So it's all you've ever known. So to a degree, it's like if that's the only reality that you've ever known and you've never experienced something different, then that's just the way things are. That's the reality. And you can't necessarily say that you've normalized something because you haven't had a different um, reality or a different experience to change from or transition from up or down either way. So that made sense. Okay. And that really helped me realize that the question that I asked was really twofold. And so I feel that to a degree, like those ladies were sharing, the reality is that women generally haven't ever really truly been safe from, you know, being targeted and being attacked and being, you know, taken advantage of because women are typically seen by men who are considered, you know, the more powerful, physically abled um, human being or human vessel. Um, they're usually seen, women are seen as, you know, the weaker vessel. And oftentimes, unfortunately, too many times to me, one is one too many, um, women are being taken advantage of. Okay, and so in a general overall landscape, women don't feel safe. Um, and the majority of women, whether they, you know, said yes or no, basically the consensus is that women as a whole, we don't feel safe, um, just generally speaking. Now, when it comes to our relationships, our intimate personal relationships, I do feel that that is a different topic because I do feel that we have a little bit more control over um, what we choose to entertain, what we surround ourselves with, what we... Um, put ourselves in our environments, the people that we allow access to us. 
So when it comes to our relationships, I do feel we have a little bit more control. And that is where the other half of the equation or the other women were saying, yes, we have normalized feeling unsafe in our relationships because there are women that have experienced, you know, toxic realities or toxic environments growing up. It's all they've ever known. I've spoken to several of them. And so if all you've ever known is a toxic environment, if you came up in a household that was abusive, if you came up in a household where, you know, you're constantly being put down and whatnot, that's all you've ever known as a child, then that's going to be your normal. And so when you get into a relationship, a toxic relationship with another person and you continue to experience the same thing, then that's normal to you. Unfortunately, that's basically home because that's all you've ever known and that's what you're used to experiencing. So unfortunately, there are a lot of women, again, one is one too many, but the reality is, is that a lot of women have normalized um, feeling, you know, the feeling of being unsafe. In these toxic situations okay so that was twofold now there was a little bit of feedback from the men and there were some men that were like um well kind of our woman being over you know cautious or overreacting basically because they were like well where are the statistics and the numbers that support a woman you know feeling unsafe or normalizing feeling unsafe is there really cause for concern for a woman to constantly feel unsafe and whatnot and it's like you know what planet do you live on <laughs> because if you just look around and there was another lady who I believe is in this group as well thank you so much for sharing all of those links that you shared of you know recent stories um, another link was shared earlier today that I had read this happened last November, where a woman was dating a guy for six months, and basically, you know, they ended up breaking up, and he killed the woman um, in her apartment, you know, with an assault rifle. So it's like, this is a very real thing, a very real danger and threat that we as women encounter and deal with. And then, you know, it doesn't even have to be six months that you're dating someone and know someone. I don't know if you guys heard the story of a young woman. She was just out celebrating her birthday with her girls. And a guy walked up to the table and was like, hey, can I get your number? I want to talk to you. And she politely declined him and said, no, thank you. I'm not interested. I'm just, you know, out here having a good time with my girls. He went out to his car, bought a gun to inside the restaurant and just started shooting up the place. And so it really doesn't matter, you know, how long a woman is involved with a man, if she gets intimate with him or not, um, or if she just is minding her business walking on the street and she ignores a cat call. I've seen more than one instances and stories where a young woman is just minding her business, trying to get to her car, trying to get home, you know, out with her friends and whatnot a dude cat calls her and she ignores him or she just continues to keep walking, hoping that he'll leave her alone. And he just follows her, rapes her and kills her. And so these are very um, unfortunate realities for a woman that we have to deal with. And so we are constantly, you know, having to be vigilant and aware of our surroundings and of our safety. And do we feel safe and, you know, making sure that we're not in any danger or under any threat. And so what I wanted to focus on, because you guys can read the blog, it's posted in the um, group. And I want to say I posted on the page. If not, then um, go to the blog. <laughs> or you just let me know if you're interested. Comment below on the video, and I could definitely share that. If you're on IG, um, the blog link is in the bio for my IG page. But if you read the blog, you can, you know, hear what everybody had to say and basically the consensus that I came to, which is generally women don't feel safe in a large degree, just in general. And there are women that have normalized that in our relationships as well. Now, what I want to transition to and focus on is talking about where does that leave us and how do we move forward from that and what that means for relationships and dating today. All right. So first I want to talk to um, the women, okay, because it's twofold. Everything that I do when it comes to relationships 
It's never going to be one-sided. Even if I make a post where it looks like it's just one-sided, I am very well aware, you know, that there's, it takes two to tango, that there's a piece that, you know, we as women or something, it might not even be on the same topic matter, but there's an area where women can also work on and improve and vice versa, where men can work in and improve, um, depending on who I'm talking to in a particular post. Because it's a lot to break down and I don't want to, you know, overload or overcomplicate things by trying to talk about too many things at once. So I try to keep it simple and I break it down into, you know, focusing on just one certain thing. And some people can catch that, which is great. Some people can't, and it's just not for them. Um, so for my ladies, what I wanted to talk to you guys about when it comes to, you know, the fact that so many of us are aware that we have to be very vigilant and cautious of our surroundings and we are constantly, you know, under a threat, you know, for our safety. Um, what I wanted to talk to you about is that, you know, unfortunately, that is the reality. That's the world that we've lived in. And it really hasn't been any different and changed any sense. What I wanted to talk to you about as far as like how you can process and heal and move forward is, of course, be vigilant and be aware of your surroundings. When you are especially by yourself, be aware of your surroundings. And make sure you're not being distracted by being busy and preoccupied with whatever else, your phone, having a conversation, multitasking, all of that, whenever you're in a um, place out and about. And unfortunately, it can even be someplace that you're familiar with that you're local to. You want to be well aware of your surroundings, okay? When it comes to a man who is catcalling you or trying to talk to you, I think that it is beneficial for you to make direct eye contact. Instead of like, you know, you kind of try to like, you know, ignore them and keep walking and don't make eye contact because you're kind of starting to get scared and whatnot, what I would encourage you to do is to make direct eye contact so that you can get a face, so that you can say, you know, make that contact and say, I see you and you need to leave me alone. Stop bothering me. Not interested. Make direct contact and just, you know, state matter-of-factly, not interested. I appreciate it. Thank you. Kind words, not interested, and keep it moving, okay? Which the last thing you want to do is to keep walking and ignore them and try not to look at them and just keep walking, and then they're following you, and then, you know, you don't have a face, and then you may not even be aware that they're following you because you're trying to get away and you're not even looking to see what's going on, okay? So safety tip for that. Now, for my ladies that may have been exposed to some traumatic experiences, what I want you to do is basically you have to take responsibility for um, how you're feeling. You have to take responsibility for your happiness and the direction that your life is heading in, okay? Which means you have to heal, all right? It is not a man's responsibility. It's not the guy that you meet and try to get into a relationship with. It's not going to be their responsibility to now, you know, be that blanket of protection and warmth. Yes, they should be that, but having that isn't going to be enough for you to process and get through um, the traumatic experiences that you've dealt with. So what you're going to have to do, part of your responsibility is going to be to seek that healing, to seek safe places, to seek community, to seek, you know, wherever you need to be to process, you know, those experiences and those feelings and those concerns in a healthy manner and one that's um, productive. So again, you want to seek those safe spaces. You want to seek the help and whatever else that you need to deal with that because at the end of the day, you are responsible for your happiness. You are responsible for doing what you need to do to make sure that you're going to be good, whether you're in a relationship or not. Okay. So, I want to say what else that I have here for the ladies. I think that was kind of it is basically you need to find a safe space, find safe circles and do what you need to do to process that. Okay. And don't look to anyone to kind of resolve that for you. All right. 
Now for my men, because this impacts relationships, right? If a woman is constantly afraid of, and some of the men came in with these comments too, is that women are so, you know, precautious. They're so extra when it comes to being safe and protection and blah, blah, blah. It's like hard talking to a woman because she's always going to have her guard up. She's always going to, you know, scrutinize everything that I do. She's always going to give me a hard time to get close to her. And so for my men, this is where I really feel you're just going to have to be super understanding of a woman and the things that we that she faces. As a man, you don't, most of you, well, many of you, I don't know how many, but there are many of you guys that don't even think twice about going someplace by yourself. If you wanted to take a vacation, wherever you wanted to go, you don't think twice about, you know, where is this hotel located? And, you know, am I going to be attacked? Am I going to be stalked? Am I going to get assaulted and raped and all sort of stuff? Most men do not think about, you know, safety from a physical standpoint or being attacked or anything like that. Yes, you know, you guys may consider being robbed. Of course, it's obvious nobody wants to be in a sketchy area in a dark alley, you know, at night. That's common sense stuff. But, you know, stuff has been happening in broad daylight <laughs> when it comes to this sort of thing for women. I've seen where joggers are going broad daylight or just broad daylight, again, the college student walking back to her dorm. So, um, and yeah, stuff happens. All right. So in broad daylight, you know, things, people are being bold. And so a lot of times um, for my men, you guys don't necessarily think from the perspective and standpoint of a woman who is constantly every day living with the concern that, you know, she has to be looking over her shoulder and whatnot. So um, for my men, what I want you guys to understand about women and as far as relationships and dating when it comes to dating a woman, is that she is going to have those legit concerns about her safety. So you as a man, if you are seeking to be, you know, the man in a relationship, if you are seeking to be the man to a woman that you care about, um, I would highly encourage you to, one, it's going to be important for you to also do your own healing process. Because when you're in a relationship with someone and you don't know how to express yourself, you don't know how to express whether you're disappointment or anger, upset, and then you kind of end up exploding and that kind of comes out uncontrolled and it comes out onto that woman, you're just pretty much reinforcing her experiences and you're pretty much making her not feel safe with you, all right? And if you are a man in a relationship and you are trying to be that man for her, then you are supposed to be a safe space for her. You are supposed to be able to provide that space where she's able to be vulnerable in her you know, physical state, in her emotional state, in her mental state. Um, and that's very important for us as women, all right? For a woman to feel like she can open up to you, for a woman to let her guard down, to let you in and all those things, all those wonderful things that a woman you know, gives when she feels safe is she's gonna have to feel safe. I like to think of the imagery of a um, flower, you know, blossoming. A flower just, you know, slowly letting its petals open and coming into bloom. And that's how I picture women. You have to be able to make her feel safe and comfortable. And of course, you know, ladies and men, we all know that people use that, predators use that as well to um, gain access to women as well as to take advantage of them. So it's very complicated and tricky out here for us as women when it comes to finding potential partners and mates that aren't just sending a representative, that aren't just you know, creating a safe space and making us feel comfortable up front. And then later on, we get hit with, you know, 
who they really are or any unresolved trauma that they haven't dealt with and they haven't learned how to process and express. So it's really going to be important for my men to also learn how to process and heal from your trauma so that you are able to truly create a genuine safe space for women to be in and exist in with you and build with. Okay. Because if you don't have that, again, you're going to be removing that safe space for her to be, you know, safe and vulnerable. And eventually the relationship is going to deteriorate and basically come to an end. It's pretty much going to be um, self-sabotaging, right? You're going to be sabotaging the relationship, either one of you, if you aren't doing the work to heal, okay? Because the insecurities are just going to keep coming up and basically, again, end the relationship. Let me see what else I have here. So men, you guys are going to have to be super understanding of women. That's just a legit concern that we have about our safety. And again, especially when you don't know someone, you're trying to get to know someone. Even if you've known someone like since childhood, it's different when you get into a relationship with that person. You learn that, hey, I thought, you know, because I went to school with this person, they were cool when we were in school growing up, you know, that they would be a cool person to get to know and date. And then the more time you spend around them, you find out a lot of stuff that you didn't know. Okay. And they didn't necessarily what you thought it was going to be. All right. And so the last thing that I have here is that men need safe spaces too. All right. We all need a safe space. We all need a community to be able to go to and to process and express and to, you know, be human when it comes to certain things and just get it out of our system. So I really don't feel that your partner, um, even if your partner is a therapist, um, if that was their profession, that doesn't mean that they want to come home to that. That doesn't mean that they want to experience that in their intimate relationships, okay? So I really don't feel a lot of people and I've been with people like this before in relationships as well, they feel that, oh, you know, because you're my woman, because you're my partner in this relationship now, you're the person that I need to be able to, or should be able to come and spill everything to and talk to about every and anything and pretty much take all of their burdens and put it onto you. And it's like, no, you know, even if you were married to that person, that doesn't necessarily mean that that person wants to be all of that for you. That's why we have professional and licensed therapists. That's why we have, you know, support groups or friends, family members. That's why we have these other outlets and avenues because the person that you're with, they can love you, you know, to the most intimate level possible, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be capable and have the capacity to take on everything that you know you have going on. They're going to be there to support you. They're going to be there to encourage you. And maybe that's what they are there for. Maybe that's what you need. But they aren't necessarily going to be able to guide you and to help you, you know, process all of those things in a healthy way. They might need help processing whatever they have going on within themselves as well. So it's very important that when you do get into a relationship that you don't necessarily come in with this mentality of, now I have a therapist that, you know, is going to be there for me to help me process and unload and take on all my burdens and all of that. It could actually be detrimental to the relationship because you could be unloading a whole lot more than that person is capable of um, handling. So for both my men and women, it's going to be very important. Again, the fundamental piece here is for you to do the healing work that you need to do to make sure that you are the best you, the healthier version of you, the healthiest version of you when you are considering getting into relationships and um, having a partnership, okay? And when it comes to um, women, for my men, really just be patient um, with a woman and really be sincere in your intentions and how you are trying to set up 
um, for her that, hey, I am intending to be, you know, the man that's going to create a safe space. I'm intending to be the man that's going to protect you. Because these women, when they get into relationships, and even in the story that I shared with you guys about the lady who was dating the guy for six months, and then he ended up killing her in her apartment, um, everything starts off good, right? They show up, you know, man or woman. But in this case, we're talking about the safety of women. But in the, you know, and in her story, her brother, her family was talking to the news outlet and said, yeah, I met him. He was a cool guy. He showed up. He gave, he, he was by her gifts, taking care of her, looking out for her, you know, treating her the way a man should, taking good care of her. And then as with any relationship, it has its ups and downs and the downs, he wasn't able to handle it very well. And so it kind of like did upset me when it was like, yeah, he's calling his friends after he murdered the girl and talking about, um, yeah, I messed up. And it's like, you know, you just kind of reduce someone's life to you made a mistake and you messed up. That's someone's life that we're talking about. And so um, what I'm doing with my platform and with um, the challenges, I don't know if you guys have had a chance to see and check out. Um, I have the Date Smarter Challenge. I have the three-day intensive for the men. I'm about to work on and post the three-day intensive for the woman tonight. But we really need to get into the habit of, you know, not making those kind of mistakes, but um, making, you know, the mistakes and learning before getting into a relationship, before you get into a relationship with someone that you really like, before you get into a relationship with someone who you feel is the best thing that's ever happened to you, you should be going to relationship therapy, basically. You should be making the mistakes to become a better you before you get into a relationship. Getting into a relationship, having an explosive reaction, and doing something as, you know, horrible as taking someone's life, that should not be the way that things go down, okay? Not at all. And so it's really important for us to get into the habit of making, you know, we need more safe spaces to make mistakes, but get into the habit of, you know, doing the work on ourselves to become the best version of ourselves so that we are able to um, really treasure and appreciate and enjoy the moments that we have with the best thing that's happened to us, which is that right person that we meet. All right. So I kind of feel like I've gone on long enough in this video. That's what I wanted to share. Make sure you check out the blog. Make sure you check out the links for the challenges. The Date Smarter Challenge is free. I'll be posting more videos talking about the Dating Smart Challenge, um, the two intensive as well. So make sure you guys check those out when you have a moment. And yeah, that's all I have for this evening. Hope you guys are having a great, um, wonderful evening. And I will see you guys in another video. All right, guys, have a good one. All right.